By the end of this four module course, you should have a really clear vision of what branding is, what your brand value and message is, what makes your brand stand out, and how you will attract your ideal customers. Your brand message plays a very integral role in the success of your company. So having a brand with no real identity or no real strong message could not only confuse your customers, but it could also kill your business. So we're gonna to try to make sure that we don't do that. And that's what this course is designed to do. It is designed to help you get very clear on your brand message and your brand positioning. Let's discuss what we'll be covering in this branding course. So we have four modules. In module one, it's our introduction. So what is branding, what branding isn't, the top five traits of great brands, personal brands. In module two, we have getting crystal clear. This one will be getting crystal clear on your goals, competitive analysis, brand development basics, and finding your brand voice. In module three, we have brand story, which is crafting your brand story, creating brand consistency, brand and social media auditing. And in module four, we have brand identity, which is your visuals, your logo, your colors, the mood, and everything else that encompasses the visual elements of your brand. Module one, introduction. What is branding? What branding isn't? The top five traits of great brands and personal brands. Now in this module, you will need a pen, a notebook or your journal, and the worksheets that correspond with module one. What is branding? Well, branding is anything that sells a product or service. A product is anything that can be offered to a market to satisfy a need or want, including physical goods or services, even experiences. Events, persons, places, and organization can also be a brand. So with all of these brands swirling around, the art of good branding is what's going to set you apart from everybody else. Great branding tells a great story. A brand or even your personal brand is the culmination of your story, skills, knowledge, experiences, and personality that come together to speak to the world about who or what you are. A brand is essentially what attracts and retains customers or repels customers. Great branding tells a great story without having to say too much. Look at it as a moment to give your 30 second pitch to Shark Tank, for example, you have 30 seconds to tell the world about you and your product and how it adds value. What are you going to say? What is the most compelling story or the most compelling pitch that you can give to your product and your brand? What branding isn't? Now, what branding isn't is also really important. Branding is not just your website and it's not just your logo splashed everywhere, although that is a really important part of your branding identity, which we'll touch on later. Branding isn't even about the products you sell necessarily, but how you sell them. For example, water. Thousands of plain old bottled water is branded and marketed differently to appeal to different target audiences. Some are cheap, some are exotic and a designer, but at the end of the day, all of those containers are just filled with plain old H2O. 
But people aren't just buying water, right? They're buying a feeling. When you can take the sell out of marketing and replace it with something emotional instead, you're essentially selling an idea, a passion, a value, a connection, a lifestyle, or an inspiration. Now, if you do this consistently, you'll be on your way to mastering the art of strong branding. So now let's talk about the five traits of strong brands and what they're doing. At some of the examples we have here, we have the obvious ones such as Coca-Cola, Google, and Nike. Now, the one thing that each and every one of these brands have in common are these five common elements. One, they set themselves apart from their competition. They connect on an emotional level and in a way that we can relate to. They provide consistent products that people can trust and count on. They quickly tell their customers exactly what they can do for them, and they communicate the need they feel easily and consistently. When building your brand, you're going to want to ask yourself these very important five questions and apply that to your own brand. Are you differentiating yourself from the competition? Are you connecting on an emotional level? Are you delivering on your promises consistently? Are you providing a clear sense of purpose for your products or your service or both? And are you a great communicator at telling people about the value your product brings to the market? How to create a strong brand. Great brands first deliver value before selling their products. For example, Nike aims to inspire us all to get moving or to take action. And as much as we understand what's in a bottle of Coke, we also know the brand's purpose has been to sell us on old-fashioned American values and the taste of freedom in a bottle. Lastly, all strong brands are great communicators. They know how to be great storytellers and they keep that same message consistent across all of their platforms. So the tips to create a strong brand are this. One, deliver value to your customers first. Two, inspire. Encourage them to take action. Bring them in and help them to be a part of your brand and your brand culture. Three, be great at storytelling. Craft your story and then share that with the world. Tell them how it fits into their lives and maintain a consistent message across all platforms. Major brands like Kraft and Adobe own many other consumer brands, products, and services underneath their brand umbrella. Now, it's important for you to decide sooner rather than later if you plan to branch out in the future and what that might look like. If you see yourself creating a lot more products or services underneath your one brand name, you don't want to pigeonhole yourself into one single brand name that you can't expand with. For example, let's look at The Honest Company. They offer a wide variety of products underneath their one brand name. But let's take, for example, a company like Little Debbie Snacks. Now, they would have a very hard time expanding out into anything other than snack cakes. I mean, it would be a little confusing to see Little Debbie offering hot dogs, right? So. With your brand, you want to make sure that you create a name that's connected to your products that 
um, covers the wide variety of products you might have or you scale it back to be very precise about what it, whatever it is that you offer. Niche-specific brands and brand names are built in a way to host those products. So my suggestion for people who are just starting out, who haven't quite determined what the name of their brand is, is to pick a brand name that can either host a wide variety of products in the future or keep it centrally focused to the niche that you're in. So let's talk a little bit about personal brands now, which happens to be one of my favorites. Let's talk a little bit about personal brands and building personal brand credibility. Our first example is Oprah. Honestly, who in the world doesn't know Oprah? She started off as a newscaster and built her name and reputation from the ground up. And while it took a lot of years to get to the Oprah show, Oprah would have never gotten to where she was without her charisma and her talent. Since the Oprah show, she has gone on to build subsidiary brands underneath the Oprah name to include a TV network, production company, charity organizations, and a magazine, to name a few. And most recently, she expanded her brand reach to food products. Now, Marie Forleo is example number two. Marie Forleo, now in her 40s, recognized at age 21 that she wanted to be a life coach, but she also knew that she hadn't yet accumulated the life skills or done the work to be able to call herself a life coach. She understood that she wasn't there yet. So as with any skill, it does take time to hone, but she had the idea and the passion and decided to just go for it and build on that idea. And while my advice for anyone is just get started, you won't be able to really call yourself an expert in any area until you have crafted that expertise. Now, this is a great part about building credibility, you know, and this is a major portion of branding, um, whether it be through your service and experience or from social proof and reviews. It's going to take time to build this up, but definitely don't let that stop you. Get out there, get your hands dirty first, and let your brand build up around that expertise. Become a practitioner in whatever it is you do and do it well. And the same is true as if you're building a brand with products. Gary Vaynerchuk is our example of personal brands number three. He turned his father's New Jersey liquor store business into a multi-million dollar operation and created Wine Library TV long before he became the digital influencer we now know him as on YouTube and Instagram. He put in so many years of work and he did so much what he calls grinding before he allowed himself to be called an influencer. So... As we can tell, it does take time to build that personal brand and that personal credibility. And the main elements of this technique is to get out there and do the work and be creating value and just honestly be just giving so much that the world can't help but give that back. The most important advice for building a personal brand is to just do you. You and your experiences become your personal brand. It's what makes your knowledge truly valuable to others because you're unique. Your experiences are unique. Your knowledge is unique. Do what you know and then give that 
value and that knowledge to others. Creating and developing yourself as a personal brand is very similar to product branding. The overall goal with branding is to not only tell the world your story, but to differentiate yourself or your product in the market so you can give that value back. So realize that if there is no value and there is no story, there is no brand. So now we're at the worksheet and the Q&A time. You're going to need your worksheets um, for module one and section 01A. These questions are going to cover the five traits of strong branding and applying these traits to your own brand. The questions are, what makes you different from your competition? How can you connect with your customers on an emotional level? What is your brand's sense of purpose? Now, this last question is very important. What value do you bring to your customers? For example, if you could pitch your product or service in 30 seconds or less at Shark Tank, what would you say to them? Would you say, I have the best hair care product in the world created by scientists from the best ingredients? Or would you offer solutions such as, my hair products are guaranteed to make your hair look the way it did when you were 18 years old, fuller, healthier, and sexier. Now, which one of those, which one of those pitches creates a value or a result for your customer? Be thinking of those pitches and taglines and ideas for your brand when you're creating it. Think about the value it's giving and don't sell just the product, but sell the value and sell the result. In worksheet number two, um, section 01B, we're going to be talking about the future goals of your brand and identifying your brand's path. So the questions in this worksheet are, do you have a variety of products or services now or in the future? Do you envision your brand as a master branded or a standalone model? And if you plan to branch out with more products and services, does your brand name allow for that expansion? And would you consider your offering to be a niche service or niche products? In worksheet number 301C, the questions are, is your brand a personal brand? What are you building right now that is attached to your name? How do you feel the public perceives you? And how would you like the public to perceive you? So what kind of clients do you want to attract? Are your visual assets and services top notch and in alignment with those clients? For example, if you were uh, a restaurant, is your menu attracting thrifty burger clientele when what you really want to attract are high paying gourmet foodies? Make sure you are doing what you need to do to attract your ideal customers. This can be done through visual work as well as product offerings and even your marketing campaigns. But to be clear, no matter what you're doing with branding, the ideal way to attract your customers is to speak their language. Another question on this worksheet is, how long have you been building and offering your skills? And would you consider yourself an expert in your business? Now, I invite you to really take the time and really spend with these worksheets here in module one. Um, be sure to answer all of the questions as honestly as you possibly can. Um, dig deep, do meditation if you need to, to really answer those um, tough questions. 
and I will see you back here tomorrow for module two of Branding 101. Thank you and have a wonderful day.